The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings. Hi, I'm Price Wildridge. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading flash briefings for spinal muscular atrophy. Here's an article by Marta Figueredo, PhD. Ideal therapy aids motor skills and breathing, taken orally, UK survey. Motor function and stabilizing or improving breathing, along with oral administration, are the factors that adult patients and caregivers of children with spinal muscular atrophy, type 2 or 3, who cannot walk, value most when deciding on available treatments, a UK survey study shows. Avoiding longer-lasting adverse reactions was also important to caregivers, but less so among adult patients. These findings shed light on the trade-offs patients and caregivers are willing to make in terms of treatment attributes and add to similar results from a previous U.S. study involving a broader patient population. Together, the data emphasize that treatment choices should not be guided by effectiveness alone, the researchers noted. The study, Preferences and Utilities for Treatment Attributes in Type 2 and Non-Ambulatory Type 3 Spinal Muscular Atrophy in the United Kingdom, was published in Pharmacoeconomics. Currently, three disease-modifying therapies are available for SMA, Biogen Spinraza or Nusinersen, Novartis Gene Therapy Zolgensma, Onazimnogene RB Parvovec, XIOI, and Roche's Evrisdi or Rizdaplan. While they all work to restore the levels of SMN, the protein lacking in SMA patients, they do so through different mechanisms, are delivered through distinct routes and regimens, and have different safety profiles. Spinraza is injected directly into the spinal canal three times a year. Zolgensma is administered through a single into-the-vein infusion, and Evrisdi is taken daily as an oral solution. As such, patients, as well as their caregivers and healthcare providers, have to make treatment choices. These decisions, when not limited by eligibility criteria, are likely based on preferences for specific treatment attributes and trade-offs among them. A previous U.S. study showed that caregivers of pediatric patients and patients with any SMA type and level of motor function placed high value on treatments that improve motor and breathing function, an indication across all ages, oral or one-time infusion, and minimal risk profiles, the researchers wrote. Now, researchers at Roche and Acaster Lloyd Consulting evaluated SMA treatment preferences in the UK in a more limited patient group, those with SMA type 2 and 3 who are non-ambulatory, and considering specific safety issues associated with Spinraza and Evrisdi. Members of the general public were also recruited to take part. The study did not include attributes associated with Zolgensma, which is available to a minority of this patient group. Researchers also estimated SMA-related health utilities, which are cardinal values of health states that may be experienced by patients. Health utilities can be used to estimate patients' health-related quality of life and thereby treatment impact, which help to guide funding decisions in countries with publicly funded healthcare systems, such as the UK. The researchers conducted two discrete choice experiment surveys, one to assess treatment preferences and the other for the health utilities analysis. 
This type of survey is increasingly used in healthcare to elicit preferences from responders, including treatment features, without directly asking them to state their preferred options. Survey participants were presented with a series of scenarios and asked to choose between sets of two hypothetical medications with varying features, forcing them to distinguish their preferences for the features given in each choice scenario. Varying features included treatment outcomes like motor function and breathing, delivery mode, adverse events or side effects like fever, headache, vomiting, and body pain, monitoring, contraception, patients only, and overall survival, general public only. The first survey was completed by 84 adult patients and 83 caregivers of pediatric patients, recruited through TREAT SMA and SMA UK. Most patients in both groups had type 2 disease. Most children could sit independently and about half needed some ventilatory support, while adults most commonly sat with support and relied less often on breathing assistance. Nearly two-thirds of pediatric patients and one adult patients had been treated with Spinraza. Most adult patients were under no treatment for their SMA. Adult patients were twice as likely to favor a treatment that improved versus stabilized their motor or breathing functions, while caregivers were three to nine times more likely to favor motor function improvement, results showed. A treatment linked with a worsening versus stabilization of motor or breathing functions was four to five times less preferred by adult patients, but only four times less favored by caregivers. These findings highlight that caregivers were more willing to make trade-offs to improve motor function and, to a lesser extent, breathing function, while adult patients focused more on avoiding deterioration in breathing function and motor function, the researchers wrote. Adult patients may place relatively greater value on stabilization, as it can enable them to maintain autonomy and could therefore be perceived as a marker of treatment success, they added. Both patients and caregivers were two to three times more likely to prefer a daily oral treatment over spinal canal or intrathecal injections three times a year. While treatment reactions were not important to adult patients, caregivers preferred to avoid adverse events that lasted three to four days, while being less concerned with those lasting one or two days. Treatment choices of both patients and caregivers were not driven by avoiding either monitoring or contraception. The second survey, meant to estimate SMA-related health utilities, was completed by 506 adults who were representative of the UK general public. Results showed that health utility values significantly fell with worsening motor and lung function, and to a lesser extent, with intrathecal treatment and adverse events. This emphasized the value of maintaining an ability to sit and breathe without mechanical ventilation and of avoiding spinal canal injections and treatment reactions. These findings highlight the value that caregivers and adult patients place on motor function, breathing function, and oral administration in the context of SMA treatments, the researchers wrote, adding that health disutilities, reductions in utility generated from the general public, were substantial for SMA disease outcomes and care aspects. Data also suggests that treatment choices should not be guided by clinical effectiveness only, but be guided by many factors. As both patients and caregivers valued the avoidance of intrathecal injection, and caregivers preferred for their children to avoid longer-lasting treatment reactions, the team added. The caregiver, patient, and general public preference data 
can also be used to inform national-level decision-makers who are concerned with understanding the value of improvements in treatment, the researchers concluded. Three of this study's six authors are employees of Roche, and one is a former employee. The company sponsored this work. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rungi, SMA News Today content creator. Today I'm recouping from my annual neurology visit and assessments. Even though it doesn't seem like it should be that taxing, it takes a lot out of me. The two-hour travel time each way is the worst. Going forward, I'm glad it's only once a year. Last year I got away with a televisit, but this year my neurologist wanted updated PFTs. That means in person it is. Leaving at 9 a.m., we arrived back home at 5 p.m., just in time to give Horton his supper. I'm not quite sure what the purpose of a neurologist is, except to prescribe treatments. In fact, I hadn't seen one in years until Spinraza came about. I did get to show off my robotic arm, though, so there was that. Our main discussion yesterday, though, revolved around continuing treatment. Although I like Spinraza better, I don't feel the difference is enough to warrant switching back. Now that my stomach issues are being managed for the most part, continuing Rizdipalam, Everizdi, whatever, makes sense. I feel the main difference is that Everizdi provides consistency. While Spinraza gave me more of a noticeable boost, it isn't maintained consistently. My suspicion was confirmed with the pulmonary function tests and physical therapy assessment. Not much has changed in the past couple of years. Of course, I'd love to see leaps and bounds improvements, but that's not how SMA works. Maintaining where I'm at is a win in my book. Who knows what next year will bring? Folded paper, watch out! Do you find neurology appointments beneficial? Where are you in your treatment journey? Do you prefer one or the other? I'm curious about Zolgensma too. Zolgensma? I never know how to pronounce that one. Obviously, it's not currently an option for me, but I'm wondering if parents have been happy with that treatment option. Head on over to the forums at estimatenewstoday.com forward slash forums and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. But that's all I have for you today. We'll talk again soon. Bye for now. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com. And be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.